Hi there, and thanks for joining us on Cooking Our Books. I'm Pamela, and with me is my sister Helen. Hi, everyone. In this podcast, we remake dishes from a collection of cookbooks that were put together by our mother. Recipes from the 50s to the 80s, from women's magazines, and some that have come from family and friends. So today we are talking about a raspberry ripple cake. And it's got a bit of a colourful name and it is a colourful recipe. It's another recipe from uh, Women's Magazine. And what we've got is a big picture of a three-layered pink cake. And this is an advertorial recipe where the company's product is included in the copy. And it's likely that it's a bit of a paid deal with the magazine. We've seen many an advertorial recipe in our time, Helen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes also from... Obviously, the sources that we've spoken about in previous podcasts, um, you know, the various sources of that the recipes came from and, and how our mum, where she got gathered them from and cut them out of and things like this. So I dare say this one, just thinking about where she would have found it, I think it would have come from one of those women's magazines, but you're right, it would have been a, it would have been a fairy margarine special. <laughs> That's it. The product featured is fairy cooking margarine. It's a block of margarine in very distinctive yellow packaging featuring said fairy. And I remember it's something our mother would use occasionally and it's still around. According to their website, this product originated in the 1930s and still being sold, still being produced. And it's really known as a baking or cooking margarine. It's not really a margarine that you would use to spread on your toast. No, no, no. Do you remember this? Although I do, I do. I remember when mum used to buy it. It wasn't regularly. Mum had a uh, a penchant for uh, shopping at Franklin's, for those of you who are my vintage in Sydney. Franklin's and so it always used to be the no-name butter when she did buy butter, but we always just had no-name margarine or no frills. That was Franklin's, wasn't it? No frills. But I do remember the fairy margarine brand I remember the fairy always reminded me of the fairy godmother like out of Shrek in the Shrek trilogy Uh, (laughs) there's a um the fairy godmother is played by Joanna Lumley I think but yeah that type of uh elderly grandmotherly type with fairy wings on her like a fairy godmother I think that was the logo, wasn't it? Interestingly enough, you can check out the Fairy Margarine website and there is a whole bunch of baking recipes they still put up to this day. Really? Yeah. So, you know, if anyone out there wants to get inspired by a margarine to bake. I'm just going to Google right now. (laughs) Fairy Margarine. And they actually have... Helen, you've just looked up the website. What does the fairy margarine fairy look like? She looks like a housewife, bless her. A 1950s housewife who always wore that beautiful dresses with the collars and the long sleeves. She's got a pair of heels on and an apron. I love the fact that that uh, logo and, and emblem for this brand is still reflective of that. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, but look, uh, for those of you who are interested, fairybaking.com.au is the is the website. 
They've got plenty of recipes on there using fairy margarine if you can find it in your local store. Looking at some of those recipes, though, Anzac caramel slice. Oh, yum. Uh, brandy cream, uh, chewy triple chocolate slice, Easter bunny cake. Look, I don't know how old our recipe is. It's not on their website. But then again, I think when our recipe was published, there was no internet. So it's Well, Celsius was a thing. Celsius, I mean, I, I'm guessing it's late 70s, early I'm 80s. I'm thinking it's late 70s. So, mm. so both of us haven't used fairy this time around. No, we didn't. We didn't because, well, first of all, I... Uh, I didn't have fairy at my local supermarket, so I just picked up the local generic uh, margarine. I don't normally buy margarine because um, I'm a butter family in a butter household. I love my butter. So I just picked up whatever the regular margarine was at the supermarket. So for this cake, for the raspberry ribbon cake, not only uh, were we cooking this time with margarine instead of butter, it did ask for the usual suspects. Um, the ribbon cake, well, they call it a ribbon cake, and I think the ribbon um, references the layers of cake that are stacked up. It's a three-layer cake with the middle layer coloured pink. The cake itself is, uh, each layer is fundamentally like a, a sponge or a butter cake, not as thick as a butter cake. It's more of a sponge consistency. So, of course, it takes um, the usual ingredients, uh, caster sugar, vanilla essence, eggs, sifted self-raising flour and milk. And then to sandwich the three layers together, it asks for some raspberry jam as well as uh, some pink icing made up of, once again, margarine, icing sugar, calls for lemon juice and a little bit of warm water and, and a bit of pink colouring to make pink icing. Yeah, this one, I, I remember making icing as a kid for, you know, cupcakes and things like that. And we always used the icing sugar, a little bit of milk normally and a little bit of margarine. The icing in this one, I followed the recipe and it did call for two tablespoons of lemon juice. So I added that, but what I found happened was it, it basically separated the margarine and the icing. So the icing does not look that appealing at all. And if I was to make it again, I'd leave the lemon juice out. What about you? How did your icing turn out? My icing was okay. It's a bit like spack filler. It was that <laughs> thick and uh, mm. I slapped it on like I was mortaring a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really I made a few changes. I did not use fairy brand margarine either because I'm back to plant-based eating. So I did a vegan version of this dish and fairy is made with animal fat. So I couldn't use that. But the swap outs for me, I used plant-based margarine. I used oat milk instead of normal milk and apple sauce instead of eggs, which is something you can do in cakes. It doesn't give the exact same fluffiness as beaten eggs do, especially in a sponge, but it's not too bad. I liked this recipe. I think it's a bit of a simple structure of the cake and pretty easy to put together. I mean, I'm still without a mixer, but it wasn't difficult to do this by hand. And my vegan version of the cake batter, it was quite thick and I had to use a lot more milk 
than the recipe called for. There's a lot of margarine in this dish, duh, right? And <laughs> this is the fairy have got to flog it somehow. They've got to flog it, right? And that's a hero. This is a margarine hero dish. And yeah. while it's delicious, you know, it's a great batter to lick off the spoon. It becomes a little bit tough when my cake, after I baked it, I'd put it in the fridge and the texture wasn't wonderful. You know, it was a bit crumbly. It was a bit sandy. But when you took the cake out and let it room temp, because yeah. there's just so much margarine in this thing, it became this kind of smooth and fluffy cake, really different to being in the fridge. And I guess that's to do with the margarine element of it and it's made up of so much margarine. So that was something it probably didn't wasn't eaten at the perfect consistency. I would have left it out a little bit longer. But really simple. I liked the foundation of this recipe. Very simple. If you want a vanilla-ish plain cake, this is a great one to do. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it, it is very much just a, a fairly straightforward sponge. But again, I, I, I definitely wouldn't use the, the lemon juice in future. I just didn't think it gelled with the recipe either. Um, I, yeah, I, if it was yeah. like a lemon cake. I yeah, think, yeah, perfect. Yeah, and you could actually make a great lemon version by, you know, not using the jam and not using the food colouring. You could just put like lemon juice in the cake itself and lemon rind you could put in there. So, yeah, that's an easy takeout. But I get it. Yeah, it does curdle mm. it a little bit. And not until mm. you're really beating that icing sugar do you get back that kind of flat consistency. I um, I didn't think there was enough batter for three layers. Well, not in my version. I had two decent layers and then one very miserly layer. So if I was to do it again, I'd just do two layers. But the funniest thing was I was a bit hesitant on the red food colouring. <laughs> and I made a pink batter, but when I baked it, it didn't look any different. So I've got three beige layers and you've got clearly a red layer. I can see from the photo of your cake. Two, yeah. two white layers and one red. Definitely. Um, I used a, a rose pink food colouring, uh, which I had in the cupboard, just didn't buy anything. I went, I'm sure there's something in the cupboard that, that I With can your use. baking supplies? If you had to yeah. buy something, I'd be disappointed, really. <laughs> I had to buy the margarine because I just don't <laughs> buy it. But um, mine came out lovely. I think I had more than ample batter for each layer. But again, you use the apple sauce, you didn't use eggs. And so eggs are the rising agent. And the fact that you had to cream the sugar and the margarine, first of all, then gradually beat in the two eggs. And then when you get to put your dry ingredients in, it says to fold it through. So the whole whipping of the eggs brings that aeration into the batter. And so by folding in your, your flour, you're maintaining that lightness of the batter. And so when I scooped it out to divide it up to do the middle pink layer, more than enough, and, and each of my layers would be a good six centimetres, seven centimetres high. So it has come out to be quite a, a tall cake. I think that the apple sauce, I think it didn't quite do that rising that needed to be done. Yeah, I've missed out a little bit of fluffiness there. And <laughs> so that's maybe why I struggled with the construction of the layering. How was the sandwiching of the layers for you? 
Yeah, well, it's interesting that you said your icing. Um, we both followed the recipe, but your icing came out really thick and mine came out almost too runny. I needed to um, actually keep it in the fridge because otherwise it was just going to run straight off the cake. Yeah, I, I the, the sandwiching of the layers, short answer, it doesn't look like the photo. <laughs> but, see, when I look at the photo, I think to myself, that's a butter icing, that's not the icing that we made. And you can clearly tell that whoever made the cake in the in the fairy commercial kitchen clearly sliced off and levelled out their cakes. And I'm a home baker and I would never do that. So my little uh, three tins of cakes all had nice little domes on them. So when you go to sandwich that together, <laughs> they kind of go a bit wonky. <laughs> oh, me too. Me too. And yeah, this is where yeah. I thought the icing was going to cover all sins, you know, yeah. and I should have I should have flattened and cut and thinking, that's what I was thinking as I was putting this thing together. Oh, good Lord, yeah. am I going to need <laughs> dowels or something to hold it in place? But thank God there was so much margarine in the whole concoction that when I put it in the fridge it almost hardened so yes. it didn't go anywhere <laughs> it's yeah. true it's true yeah and that's what I did as well I, I whacked it quickly into the fridge and that's where it sat overall I, I thought it was it was great I just got some regular raspberry jam to to put in the center when I was pulling it together I'm thinking lemon and coconut after I'd iced it I thought oh I could have put some desiccated coconut over the top of that yeah um, because you know coconut hides every sin on any cake it's yeah. great that would have had a nice <laughs> texture too I reckon yeah even in the batter yeah, yeah. I think you could do with lamington, like you could cover you could. it in chocolate lamington. Lamington sometimes has raspberry jam in the middle or any yeah. kind of jam. Hmm, that's a thought. thought. Actually, that would work because mm. the consistency of the cake is perfect and a bit of cocoa, a bit of chocolate, cocoa, ice, cocoa. Chocolate co icing. Cocoa. Thank you, chocolate icing. <laughs> <laughs> I got there. Um, you can tell I'm having a bad day. A bit of chocolate icing and, and coconut and jam in the middle, sandwiching, and then chocolate icing on the outside, but thicker chocolate icing, um, like a chocolate ganache sprinkled with coconut. Yeah. Mm. But I'd actually do a butter chocolate icing. I've got a great recipe for 250 grams of butter and a whole tin of condensed milk and you just <laughs> and you just beat it up and it turns into the most beautiful buttercream icing. I mean, it and sounds delicious. delicious. I can feel my arteries clogging right now, <laughs> but delicious nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, this was a good-looking cake. This cake looks the part. It is pink and I put fresh raspberries on the top it looks great yeah. but it is very sweet it's a very yeah. sweet cake we when we said we, we, we've had a little bit enough of the savory let's go sweet we really went we dialed that sweetness up didn't we here it is so it's almost too sickly sweet I think because yeah three quarters of a cup of caster sugar yeah yeah and four cups of icing sugar in the and icing four cups of icing That's sugar a yeah. lot of sugar yeah, the whole thing yeah. is covered in sugar so the feedback I got from people that ate it liked it Bit sweet, overall. Bit sweet, yeah, yeah. But I mean, this was this was, I reckon, late seventies, early eighties, and you know, it was all about artery hardening back then. It, 
you know, that was that was the time when KFC and McDonald's first came to Australia and, mm. you know, everyone went nuts over it and fast food, what's this fast food? We'd never heard of it, you know. You'd go down to the local milk bar to get a scallop or a, or a Chico roll. <laughs> well, but, red frogs. You know, I remember buying red frogs by the packet from the local milk bar and not having a second yeah. thought about the amount of sugar we were consuming. No, no, yeah. we never did. No. We never did. And there was no such thing as sugar alternatives or no sweeteners. Like I mean that. I think sweetness. I think our mother had like the sweetener tablets and they were definitely yeah. seen as a bit of a you know older lady thing that, that yes. but you couldn't the buy stackering. Yeah, you couldn't really buy baking alternatives. No, for, nothing like that. Or sugar. So yeah, the amount of sugar we were eating yeah, as a child, yeah, it's quite a lot. But I yeah, like the yes. fact that in the photo, the icing isn't that neat. Looks a no. little bit homemade. I like that. Yeah, I think as I look at it, there's a few swirls in there. But again, it it makes me wonder whether or not there is butter in that icing. I don't know. Look, maybe <laughs> I'm still just not because it's just I'm not convinced because I followed the recipe to the to the nth degree, and that lemon juice just curdled the icing mm. it curdled the icing and it separated the icing and so uh, that's not how the photo looks so either they've done a dodgy <laughs> they've cheated and gone to butter for the icing and gone oh well let's not no one knows any different do they mm. <laughs> let's whack it in for the old fairy margarine but um yeah there we go yeah look I, I was the same I used fresh raspberries on top as you know, I shop at Aldi, and this is not an advertisement for Aldi, but I, I do my groceries shopping at Aldi. And this morning I, when I went to get the raspberries, it had the punnet at the very end of the grocery shop, and I got myself a new checkout fella, and he grabbed that flimsy little plastic packet of raspberries like his life depended on it, squashed them all, <laughs> and when he put them through the scanner and then threw them into my basket. And I'm like, it's the most delicate little packet of the most delicate little berries you can ever get. And he just literally squished it together. Down. And I was about to hand it back to him and go, I think you missed one. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I had to pick through the packet of, of raspberries and I managed to find five that were in the whole piece. I use raspberry conserve and it got me thinking about even raspberry conserve is quite sweet I think it's a bit more sweeter than like strawberry or other berries probably not my favorite jam what's your favorite berry jam oh strawberry without a doubt yeah I love strawberry yeah love strawberry jam although if my stra- my favourite jam overall, mm. which you can't get nowadays because I have looked high and low, you used to be able to get it in Woolies, mm. but now no longer, pineapple jam. Oh, my goodness. That is like the most amazing tasting jam, pineapple jam. I should make it. Maybe that's what I need to do. I've never had maybe pineapple we, jam. Maybe we need to make our own jam. Mm, that could be something to do, yeah. Yeah. I've got a great keto jam recipe. Isn't jam keto anyway? There's no, no carbs there's, in no, jam. No, there's a ton of sugar in jam. 
oh. a ton of sugar. And that's most probably also adding to the sweetness. If you use conserve, there's a ton of sugar in that. Well, so, it's got the same amount of sugar as jam, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That yeah. Between, oh, yeah, exactly. Between the well, sugar in the cake, the sugar in the jam, the sugar in the icing. The triple we, sugar hit. The raspberry yeah, ripple. sugar here. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, um, but pineapple jam, hands down, is my favourite jam. From the berry range, definitely strawberry. What about you? Blueberry. I love a blueberry oh, or blackberry blueberry. jam. <gasps> blackberry jam. Yes, and that's nice. There are some great blueberry conserves you can get with like actual whole blueberries in them. Um, wow. But I just find it, it's a bit more of a well-rounded. But, of course, strawberry jam is like amazing. Raspberry, probably not so much. It's probably my least favourite jams. If I was ever going to be asked to rank them <laughs> as we're doing now. It's the little seeds in the raspberry yeah. jam that just kind of ruin it for me. I love eating fresh raspberries more than like blueberries. Like yeah. I think fresh raspberries are just divine. But yeah. as a jam, not my favourite. But, yeah, maybe we need to think about doing a uh, a jam. Just a question, pineapple jam, is this like an on a crumpet thing, on a toast thing, or do you eat it in some other fashion? No, no, D, all of the above. It used to come in a tin. Oh, like a baked bean yeah, tin. Yeah, we've, we've talked about how you can, used to be able to get plum jam in a tin in Australian yeah, supermarkets. Yeah, And now yeah. you can't and I think you can only get it like in a jar from like Poland yeah. or Romania yes. make plum jam. You can still get it like delis. Yes. Um, but, yeah, you used to be able yeah. to get it in a tin. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So the pineapple jam used to come in a tin as well. I don't know who manufactured it, but maybe I should need to – maybe that's an old recipe – if any of our listeners out there know where to get pineapple jam in, in Australia, please hit us up on our Instagram page because I'd love to know because <laughs> I'm missing pineapple jam. I feel um, like you I need love to it make on a crumpet. Yeah. yeah, or I can just make it. Yeah, definitely. Mm. All right. Okay. So overall thoughts for the cake. We've said it, it looks good. It's really sweet. It was a bit of a hit. It it went. Did it? it my all the people I gave it to ate it up. What about you? Um, well, I'll be honest and say I've only just made it um, and only just eaten it. As everyone knows, I have two hungry teenagers here. One is here. One is is about to be here. I have no doubt that it will be gone by tomorrow. No doubt whatsoever. It's so funny how a product image can evoke a lot of memories. And looking at that you know, yellow paper cover of the fairy margarine. I always think about that when I look at the, you know, Saxa salt, you know, that iconic salt bottle, which honestly I don't think has changed in 50 years, maybe 60 years. I don't know. Still in my cupboard. Yeah. That always evokes like a lot of memories for me as over time when a, when a a product looks a certain way. So it's pretty funny to to know that fairy still going. I like the fact that it is. Not that I, yes. Not, the, not that we've I like used the it. Fact that, not that we've used it, but I like the fact that it is still going. It's it's definitely a blast from the past and that lovely 50s housewife with her apron on, bless her. Look, if you're wanting to have a look at the recipe, hit us up on our Instagram, cooking our books number one, or one word, for the recipe and the photos. Our theme music is by Josh Woodward. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Subscribe so you can be notified when our new episodes are live. Bye, everyone. Bye, Pam. Bye, Helen. Bye, everyone. (laughs) 